Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, once again, in the immortal words of Julius Caesar, as imagined by the bard, William Shakespeare, that other immortal one, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend us your ears. This is the gospel according to Rob. I don't feel like I got to tell you who I am every week. You know what the name of the show is, and I'm the first one that talks every week, so you already know who the hell I am. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? You're right. You're right, Rob. You're right. Okay. And as always, by my side, my well-known road dog, my main man. Little buddy, y'all. Good to be back, Rob. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, how, how you doing? How you feeling, man? I'm good. I'm good. You sound good. I'm good. You know what? I'm good even though the world ain't good. I'm still good. I'm going to keep myself good. Hey, every day above ground's a good day, right? You do. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and as I get closer and closer to the day when I ain't above ground, I come to appreciate that shit more and more. Let me tell you something. It's, 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 it's the truth. Now, like we do, like we say on every episode of The Gospel According to Rob, what is the gospel? Or as we like to say, that gator. What is that gator? Give us that gator for today. The gator for today is, if you have a secret, let it remain so. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm interested to know where you're coming from with this one, because you know, the, the truth heals, and sometimes the truth needs to be said. And you know, sometimes what's, 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 what do they say? What's done in the dark comes to the light. So, so what do you mean by that? Go ahead and explain that. Well, see, first of all, you got to define truth versus secret. True. Okay. I can see because that. Because the truth does not necessarily have to be a secret. And generally it is not. Because if it's the truth, more than one person knows it, right? That's another verse for the gospel right there. Okay. And just because it's a secret, it don't mean it's the damn truth. Hmm. You're making us scratch our heads and we're not even five minutes into the episode, it right? Might, it might be a secret because it ain't the truth. That part. It might just be some stuff somebody wants you to know and believe. So where did you come by this particular gospel from? It was just out there. We hold these truths to be self-evident. No, 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 no. It's I just mean, there. I mean, if you have a secret... Keep it to yourself. Well, why? Let it, let it remain. Let so. it remain. So why? Why is that? Because as soon as you let it out of your mouth, it ceases to be a secret. That's very true. Because I told you, and then it became a three-way secret. Somebody told me it was a secret. Then I told you. Now it's a three-way secret. You go home to Josh and say, Josh, guess what I heard today? And now Josh, you know, and then he goes and tells somebody. And the next thing I know, shit is on ESPN. <laughs> By that time, it's not even what you originally I said. I know. Don Lemon is talking about it. Huh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> They'll get it on Fox, they'll turn it into a lie, and then it really ain't a secret no Let more. Let me tell you something. So in other words, keep your mouth shut. Keep your secrets to yourself. Exactly. The gospel according to Rob, ladies and gentlemen. The gospel according to Rob. And you know what it made me think of? What's that? Um, Because you know how we tangentialize. Did I just make up a word then? I don't. Well, I mean, I haven't heard it, but I know that you're pretty, your vocabulary is very wide so you know that that could be a word but i don't i ain't heard of it <laughs> if it is a word i never heard it before <laughs> coin that but coin you that. know but you know we go off on tangents yes and so we're gonna call that tangentialization Tangents. i somebody call webster's i like that webster's i like that anyway as we tangentialize here it occurs to me that people come to you with things that other people have said about you 
and they want to pretend like that's a secret. Like, don't tell nobody, but I'm going to tell you this. So-and-so said such and such about you. <laughs> now, my answer to that generally is, why did they think it was okay to tell your ass something bad about me? Because if they knew that you were my A1 from day one, they wouldn't have told you, right? Yeah, there's definitely a motive behind that. So it must be that this other person thinks that you don't feel about me the way I think you feel about me. Because if they did, they wouldn't have told you. That's very true. Huh. Or they see what you have and want to sabotage it so that they can have what you have with that other person. And the best way to do that is to start some mess. Yeah, is to get me X'd out the click. Pretty much. I hear you. Anyway, you know what? That that was just something that just popped into my head. It's good. But what do we always say about shit like that? What do we say about it? It's another whole show. Oh, it's a, a, definitely. That's that's a whole nother show. That's serious. So we, so we ain't going to do that. So we ain't going to do that. So let's get into what is going on. Rob, do you know about Versus? You know what? I kind of heard about Versus. But I have not participated in it yet. Let me tell you something. Versus is the hottest thing to hit quarantine. Now, we all know that ain't nobody going to no concerts right now. Ain't nobody going to no shows. Ain't nobody going to the movies. Well, most people ain't going to the movies. But that's a whole nother show. Yeah, because the, <laughs> the fools is going to movies. Yeah, but we're not in arenas looking at concerts. And so Timberland and Swiss Beats have this incredible idea to start this platform where they actually are reaching out to legends. I'm talking about legends, big hitters, heavy hitters in the music industry, putting them up against each other, having them in the same room, playing their songs from their catalog, live on Instagram, live on Apple TV, and for the whole world to come in and participate and take part of. And let me tell you something, this thing has blown up. Seriously, it is incredible. So now, wait a minute. They're not just playing their records. They are, they're literally in the same room, playing their records, singing, talking to each other about their records, talking about how they made it. I mean, you got, you, let me tell you something. They've had so many different guests, but I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my favorite ones. Jill Scott and Erica Badu, I mean, they weren't in the same room. Now, that one, they weren't in the same room, but it was such a mood. Like, you know, come on, Chili from the Philly, and you had Erica Badu going back and forth, talking about when they wrote songs, how they knew each other, how they came up together. It was a beautiful thing. Because didn't Erica Badu steal um, Jill's man? I don't, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't think they talked about that. I don't think they talked about that, but... Hey, maybe, 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 maybe she did, but it was all love. Like, you know, cause you know, I'm a semi hip hop. Oh, I know. Absolutely. Yeah. So now my thing is that, um, one of the guys from the roots, I don't know if it's black thought or quest love, but the roots incidentally are like absolute bomb. Oh yeah. But, um, they had that song. You got me right. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. You know, baby, don't worry. You know that you got me. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I love that. Wow. But anyway, Jill Scott wrote that. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh. But Erica Badu ended up putting it on her record. Hmm. I know she writes for a lot of people. With Black Thought on there. Oh, I heard that. Now, also... Jill Scott got a baby by Black Thought, right? I think so, yeah. So why didn't Jill Scott get to be on the record? I don't know. Because it ain't like Erica sang no better than her. I don't know. They they to to be honest, they both legends. They both I know they both blow. They they both like equal in their own right. They didn't really talk about that. They it was, you know, to be honest with you, it's so funny because there's like 
you know, even with, they did a, the last one they did before this, this one we're going to talk about in a minute was Brandy and Monica. And you know, there's been a riff with Brandy and Monica throughout the years. Brandy and Monica have always been compared to each other. Always. Since, since they both came out from the gate. And I really think that. But they made a record together too, right? They made a song together. They have a song together. The Boy Is Mine. The Boy Is Mine. Which is the bomb. Yeah, which is the, let me tell you something. That versus, and, and to be honest with you, I don't. I know they go live on Instagram and on Apple TV. I'm not sure if they save them. I think they do, but it's worth watching because they pretty much are just sharing the love. You know, they talking about the love. They talking about, you know, they putting these two major artists up against each other. They even did a gospel one where they had Fred Hammond and what's dude name. What is that guy's name? Hezekiah Walker. Fred Hammond, Hezekiah Walker. Then they had Snoop Dogg, and I think it was Ice Cube. Ice Cube, Ice T. Ice T. Wait, I gotta look that up. All I know is they are putting legends together, y'all. And this last one that they did was such a beautiful thing. Well, before before you talk about that, I got a question. Yes. Is there shade? No. Because it seems to me that the opportunity for shade is most certainly there. To be honest with you, if it is shade, it's on the DL. I'm sorry, I stand corrected. Snoop Dogg went live with DMX. With DMX. DMX? Yes, Snoop Dogg and DMX. DMX um, came back to with Snoop Dogg. Hey, don't, 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 don't disrespect the ex. Don't disrespect the dog now. Come on now. He got hits. Now, Snoop been in the game longer, true. But, I mean, come on now. Stop. Drop. I mean, come on. Come on. Hey, stop. Just, drop. Just, you know what I'm saying? You know what? The only DMA song I remember is Y'all Gonna Make Me Lose My Mind. <laughs> up in here. Up in here. He got hits. But I know I had some. I know I had some DMX shit back in the day. D DMX, you put on DMX and you just ready. Like, you just no, ready. He, ready. How could he possibly have competed with the D.O. Double Jizzle? Well, he did. And it was, it was, and, and the thing is about it is, it's like a friendly type competition. Some of them are more competitive than others because it is versus. But for the most part, the last couple of ones have been all about the love. So, I mean, there is slight shade, but you got to like really look closely to see it because it's more of a support thing. And I really think that the reason that they're doing it that way is because of everything that's happening in the world right now. Cause they keep on every episode, they talking about voting, they talking about, you know, Black Lives Matter. I mean, they're, they're really talking about the movements that we see. And so I, I think it was smart. I think it was brilliant for, for him to, to do that. Okay, well, I guess I have to accept that. Let me tell you something. But anyway though, Talk to me about this one that you all jazzed up about. Man, when you talk about history, when you talk about music, when you talk about, you know, Beyonce and Brandy and Monica and J-Hud and all these girls who were out now, you can't, there would not be a Beyonce, a, a, a J-Hud without a Gladys Knight, without a Patti LaBelle. And let me tell you something. So wait a minute, you saying Gladys and Patti? Gladys versus Patty. When I tell you that this was probably the best one by far, it was the best one. It was just iconic. First off, everybody was in the live stream. You had the first lady of the United States, our forever first lady, Michelle Obama. You had Oprah. You have Mariah Carey. I mean, celebrities, people of influence, everybody was in there. They were playing their catalog, talking about Patty Pies. Patty LaBelle even kicked off her shoes at one point when she was singing. I mean, it, it was epic. She did the butterfly, you know, she did a little fly away. Oh. <laughs> that, that dip thing. It was iconic and hilarious on so many levels. If you are not watching Versus, you gotta you, Rob, you gotta catch up. You, I you, gotta, you gotta, yeah, evidently. You got because it, it's too it, it's too much that happens that you can't really talk about. At, at one point, Patty LaBelle, okay, I don't know if you've seen that video where Patty LaBelle is trying to sing at some Christmas event on YouTube. If you haven't, I gotta I'll show you. 
and Patty LaBelle is singing this Christmas. And the teleprompter comes on and it don't have her lyrics. And her background singers aren't out. And this is being streamed on CNN. The Clintons are in the house, everything. It's like a Clinton Christmas special. And she's, she literally cannot remember the words of the song. And she is yelling at the people in the back. I can't, I can't see my lyrics. I can't see my lyrics. What are y'all doing? Turns around. Where are my background singers? Where are my background singers? The exact same thing happened on Versus. They messed up her teleprompter. She start going off about her teleprompter. Somebody trying to call us. Somebody trying to, I think you better call Tyrone. You know what? I think um, Miss Margaret is gonna handle that though. All right, cool. cool. All right. Miss yeah. Margaret, did you get that? Thank you, baby. <laughs> yes. That's Miss Margaret, our production <laughs> assistant back there. <laughs> hooking us up. Shout out to Miss Margaret. But yeah. Shout out to Miss Margaret. It was, it was I got a couple of other shout outs that we need to do. Absolutely. We're not gonna do them right now, but just remind me before we go. For sure. I, I, I mean, for the most part, I'm pretty much done, but they messed up her lyrics again and she <sighs> went off. Miss Patty wasn't having it. You're a popular guy. Damn, come on now, Miss Margaret. The hell? <laughs> I don't think I can repeat what Miss Margaret just said. I don't think you should either. <laughs> Real talk though, check it out, Rob. You will love it. It was, it was, it was like watching two black aunties talk about their music and what they've done in the world. They, I mean, they talked about voting, they talked about cooking, they was cracking jokes. And then, hold on, hold on, hold on. Last thing I'm gonna say before we move on, they brought out Dion. Warwick. Did I say that right? Warwick? Warwick? Warwick. Warwick. They brought out D1 Warwick. And guess what song they sang? And Dion sang it with them? Yeah, Dion sang All three of them sang. That's what friends are for? Nope. Um, they sing this song together. Rob, come on. You are the master of music. You gotta know that. A song that... They all sing together. It's somebody's iconic song? Was it, it Dion's song? It is... I if you tell me whose song it was, I can tell you. I think it's on a Is it I'm Not Your Superwoman? There it is. I'm Not Your Superwoman. <laughs> and they sounded incredible. They looked good. At one point, you looked like Gladys was getting the spirit. She jumped up out of her seat and started. I mean, it was it, it was good. You got to watch it. Well, you know what? I'm going to say for the record, I got to say I'm definitely Team Gladys. I'm good with Patty. Patty got I love and need and want you. <laughs> Patty got if only you knew. Yeah. Patty got new attitude. Yeah. Did she do um well when you talk about love? She no, probably she didn't did. Do that. She didn't do that. Check that out, folk. Flame album produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Should have been major, but I think that's right when y'all stop buying CDs or something. But anyway, <laughs> um, it was dope. They Patty's bad, but Gladys is like, you know, Gladys been there with me all the way from um, the original, I heard it through the grapevine, which you know Gladys did, and, right? And she did it on, and she did it and on she did that, that here's, she better have. Here's the crazy thing about it, though. Everybody who has done this has just played and kind of sang a little bit with their songs. Gladys Knight was doing straight up karaoke. Okay, she sang all of her songs. No track. Patty LaBelle sang a little bit of some of her songs. You know, she went there. You know, Patty when she go there, kick mm. off her shoes and start flying like a damn butterfly. But Gladys sang every song. We was we was really impressed. And then she kept saying, and then she kept saying, uh, you know, I uh, uh, I can I can't sing this. This is too high. This is too high. But she was landing it. You, as a Gladys fan, you you have to see because you know she sang her 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 song. She you know she she left on that midnight train to Georgia. It was epic. Is that Gladys's greatest song? I think so. I I, I think that when you think Gladys Knight, you think Gladys Knight in the pits. Doo -doo. That's what you think. See, some people think that. What do you think? Um. And convincing ourselves to give it just one more try. 
Because neither one of us ooh, ooh, wants to be the first to say, neither one of us wants to be the first to say, ooh, neither one of us wants to be the first to say, farewell, my love. Goodbye. That's my cut right there. All right, Rob. All right. With the vocals. I, 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 All right. That's my cut. I'm going to give you that. You can't do it with the vocals, so I can't oh. not say about that. Oh, I used to do that in karaoke. <laughs> Did you? Oh. We got to do karaoke one of these days. Oh, I know. That'll be so much fun. I know, because I because I need to get all my nieces and nephews there and surprise y'all with the fact that I actually... Used to blow a note back in the day. We can live stream it. That'll be dope. Oh, that'll be dope. All right, let's do that. All right. You know what? Twenty-two minutes we've been in here already, and we ain't done nothing but talk about the Gator and Gladys and Hattie. Well, that's some good conversation to have. Though. It is. It is. And I'm gonna cut this off right here. But we need to actually talk about stuff like this every time. I agree. Because, um, you know, we can't be talking about the tangerine nightmare hmm. and nothing else every week. Not the tangerine nightmare. But we will get to the tangerine nightmare, and we are going to do this in our next segment. Gospel according to Rob, y'all. Me and little buddy going to be right back. Gentlemen, gentle ladies, back at you. Gospel according to Rob. You know what, little buddy? Let's um do a little sports, huh? Let's get into it. You know, entertainment went so well. Let's do some sports. I'm here for it. So lot that happened is some sports. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, first thing I want to talk about is Naomi Osaka because she did that thing. She did. She won the U.S. Open. And that was kind of the least important thing that she did this week. The what, what she did, first of all, a couple of weeks ago in the Western and Southern Open, which was the run-up preliminary tournament to the U.S. Open, Naomi kind of shut tennis down for a day. She's a beast. She said, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna play today in solidarity with what the basketball players and the baseball players are doing. She said, I'm not gonna play today. I'm gonna default my match. Iconic. Well, you know what? Um, the WTA, the Women's Tennis Association, and the, what do you call the people that run tennis tournaments? Since I don't really know, I'm going to call them the people that run tennis tournaments. <laughs> the people that run the Western and Southern, people that run the Western and Southern tennis tournaments say, well, you know what? We'll just, um, we'll just close down tennis for the day in solidarity with Naomi. Crazy thing was, it's like, I didn't know Naomi was that woke. Oh, yeah. She I didn't, I didn't know she was that woke. And then I saw the statement that she said, you know what? I'm a black woman and it cannot possibly be more important than what's going on in the world today than to have y'all watch me play tennis. That's powerful. That's, that's like a whole nother level of respect that you gotta have for her. I know, that's like juice that I didn't really know she had. She got it. And she just poured that juice out on a whole bunch of folk and like I say, just shut tennis down. And shout out to her for that. But then even further, getting into um, getting into the US Open itself. And y'all know I'm Team Serena. By the way, don't get it twisted. <laughs> I love me some thick ass Serena Williams. 
she didn't win. I'm saying. But what Naomi did in the U.S. Open with a mask honoring and commemorating a different African-American that has died at the hands of police for each and every one of her matches. Totally brilliant. She's using her platform in the right way, Rob. She's using her platform to bring awareness and to let these people know, look, I know all y'all out here, all y'all white people watching me, but I'm black and this has got to stop. And I think that it was the most powerful display of activism that we've ever really seen in tennis. I don't know if I'm gonna go all the way there with you, but you're not old enough to to know. I said I've never seen. I'm sure about Arthur Ashe and Althea Gibson, um, and you realize that the Williams sisters are why women get paid equally to men today, right? at least at Wimbledon. Um, so there had been other acts, but this was mega powerful. Absolutely. This was mega powerful. The main thing I liked about it was when, um, when she was interviewed, and my boy, and I can't remember what his name was, and I'm not gonna look it up. <laughs> he said, um, so what did you hope to accomplish by that? And she said, I don't know. What did you get from it? Wow. <laughs> he said, what did you get from it? What did he say? And whole boy was like, I, oh no, he was dumbfounded. He went to the next question. She said, all I wanted to do was make people think about it and make people talk about it. Right, start a conversation. The most amazing thing was, I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I saw put up into Facebook the other day, um, or was it today? Yeah, it was today, this morning. Um, somebody posted on Facebook a clip from a Japanese news show where they had a picture of Naomi every day of the tournament with the name of the person on the mask and then right below that, they had a picture of the actual person. Wow. And they talked about the specific instances. And this is in Japan. And you know, doggone well, all the people in Japan did not know all of this stuff. So Naomi, you did a huge thing. Powerful. You did a huge thing. I love it to death. And I wanted to give you that shout out. I really wasn't team Naomi before. But I am Team Naomi now, right after being on Team Serena. If it's a Serena, Team Serena, Team Naomi, clash of meetings, I'm gonna be at the Serena meeting, <laughs> but I'm gonna try to catch the minutes from the Naomi meeting. Class act. All right? Yeah, very class act. Thanks a lot. Now, further along in the sports, the NFL began a season this past week, and of course, Everybody was just as interested in what was going to happen before the game as the game itself. That was Thursday night, Texas versus Chiefs. I didn't really care who won. Um, wanted to see some good football. Wanted to see any football. <laughs> but I did want to know what the players were going to do, given that they came out with some, with some big statements through the summer and it seemed like um, the commissioner of the NFL, Roger Goodell, broke down like a shotgun and he said, we were wrong. We should have listened to Colin Kaepernick mm -hmm. and Black Lives Do Matter. And they cut um, commercials, PSAs together. And if you haven't seen them, you need to look those up on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so that was pretty good. So I was really looking forward to what they were going to do in front of this first game. So, they did the national anthem, and they also did lift every voice and sing. Mm -hmm. And I think the Texans actually stayed in their locker room during that. Yeah. But when they came out, 
Both teams linked arms together and they flashed some nice slogans on the Arrowhead Stadium scoreboard. And it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. It was all right. However, I don't know about you, but I really thought that was actually pretty inadequate. Given what they had done before, I thought there would be a much bigger production. After everything that was expressed by the players and the commissioner, you know, what they did Thursday night was not even as impressive as what they did during the summer. What was not anticipated, at least by me, and maybe I was being naive, people in the crowd, and it wasn't that many people in the crowd, it's like one out of 15 or 20 seats getting used. The people booed. Mm. Little buddy, what in the hell were they booing for? I can't, you know, I mean, I just can't. I, to be honest with you, you said that you felt like it was inadequate. And then, you know, I, I, I'll agree with you, but I see why they did that. I think that they are trying to figure out how to navigate in this post-George Floyd Black Lives Matter movement. And I feel like because Kaepernick came out so strong and they did all this, yeah, you were right, you were right, you were right. But let's just be honest. Let's let's just be honest. Football, although there are a lot of black people in it, football is a white driven sport with white coaches and white, you know, NFL representatives and 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 their base are these, you know, really the far right base. We saw that with Kaepernick. That's why they booed. Because most of the people who were there when Kaepernick took him, they were just so outraged, were on the far right. And so I feel like they were like, okay, how can we do this without alienating our base, but showing the blacks we care to? You know what? We're going to have y'all link arms. Because nobody can be mad at that. Nobody, if all y'all doing is linking arms, you know, it won't be that bad. But they were mad. <laughs> but they got mad. They was pissed. They got mad. What kind of asshole booze unity? <laughs> Please tell me. Please tell me. Go on the website, Gospel According to Rob on Facebook. Email a brother, Dat Gator, D A T G A T R, at gmail.com. Let me know, please. I don't understand. But here's what I think. I think that that is an indication that the issue was never really about the flag or the national anthem. Racist though the third verse may be. Hmm. That's another show. Oh, another show. <laughs> they talk about things. You know what I think, little buddy? What's that? These people that are booing and crying and bitching and moaning and pissing their pants don't actually care what the protest is about. What they are upset about is the existence of the protest itself. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, y'all got mad at somebody for taking the knee, so they said we're not gonna take the knee. Yeah, we got you know we're gonna link arms. You know, and and and, and what's more peaceful? than linking arms. I mean, the only way that could have been more peaceful is if they were singing Kumbaya, my lord, around the fire. And yet they still boo. So I think you're right. I think that it's just the very fact that they're protesting something. And you know what, folks? I'm gonna let y'all in on a little secret. It's not really a secret because a lot of people know about it, but nobody talks about it. Those militarized pregame ceremonies that they have, planes flying over, right. marching bands, giant ass flags <laughs> getting unfurled on the field. Only two entities care about them. They are the NFL and the Department of Defense. Now ask me why. Why? Because 
They are really just glorified commercials. Mm. The Department of Defense pays the NFL to put on those displays. It's like they buy the time, they get the units to come, they get the big ass flags, they fly the planes over. That is fake, it's paid for, it's an advertisement. And you ain't got to believe me if you don't want to. Check it out yourself. Look it up. Y'all got Google. It makes sense. It really does. Y'all got Google. Look it up. And by the way, tiny tangent, I'm not going very far. I'm not going very far with this. How much does it cost to get four or five planes to fly over a stadium? Oh, I'm sure hundreds of thousands of dollars. That would be my guess. And how long does it take them to fly over? Half a second. Exactly. Exactly. Hell, just the damn jet fuel. You jet fuel got to be a hundred thousand dollars right, right. every time. How many times do they do that during the year? What I want to know is my question to you is. For that money, how many hungry people could we feed? Wow. That part. How many poverty-stricken babies could we clothe? How many homeless families could we take off the street with the money that we spend during the NFL season having those damn planes fly over the stadium for you know what? Let's go out on a limb here and say two seconds at a time. Mm. Because we pay for that. That's our tax dollars. Whose money do you think the Department of Defense spends? That's a damn shame. That's my money. That's your money, people. Priorities, folks. Pretty much. Come on now. Let's 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 reset the priorities. That's kind of what we've been talking about here. Right? Absolutely. Now, little buddy, can I go on a rant? I I, I would I would really appreciate that. Are we are we gonna be talking about the uh the orange fella? You know what? We are. Now I know you said that you got a different name for he who should not be named every time we have this podcast. So what are we calling him today? I am going to take a page from um from my boy Reggie. Reggie, another one of my brothers I went to high school with. <laughs> cool brother, super political, post something every doggone day. He calls him Dom the Con. <laughs> All right. I'm now I like that, but we, we need something more. Let's call let's call him lion ass Dom the Con. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he proved this week that he's a, a bit of a liar. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How you feel about that, Rob? How you feel about these tapes? Come on, let's just talk about it real quick. Let's okay. Talk. How you feel about these tapes with Bob Woodward? Woodward. Y'all got to excuse little buddy. He's young. He was born after Watergate. But I know about it. So he's feeling Bob Woodward and he knows the story, but he wasn't here. So how you feel about the revelation that has come out that he knew, not only did he know that it was deadly, not only did he know that it was transferable through droplets, through the air, but he purposely said, he's gonna play it now. How, how do you feel about that, Rob? I wanna get your perspective on that. You know what, and it's kind of hard because, and people, I gotta tell you, there is a part of me that says we should not be all up in arms about that because we knew his ass was lying. Yeah. You knew he was lying. You didn't believe it. Even the Trump supporters, if y'all believed it, y'all were lying to yourself. Which, of course, is what you've been doing ever since he came on the set. We knew he was lying. But still. Of all of the 20,000 plus lies he has told, 
A, that's the worst one. Worst one. Because 200,000 people are dead. And I ain't saying every last one of them would be alive. But most of them would have been. Most of them would have been. Mm. I'm just, I let me tell you something. I, I don't I don't see how, and I'm sure there are still, but how do you how how can you be a Trump supporter who lost somebody to COVID and still support Trump? Knowing that if he would have rang this bell earlier on the person who you lost could potentially still be here today. I mean, think about that. Talk to us, people. Get us up on the Facebook page. Email a brother. We on Instagram. We on Twitter. Talk to us. Um, Me, myself. I knew he was lying. <laughs> And my black ass been up in the crib regardless. Here's <laughs> my dog on wedding anniversary. Not my wedding anniversary. Baby, I know when the wedding anniversary is. It's February 15th. <laughs> I'm Because <laughs> she listening. I know. If she ain't listening now, she gonna listen when we post it. Oh, yeah, she is. I ain't getting my ass kicked about that. But it was her birthday. It was her birthday. And she wanted to, she didn't want to do nothing special. She wanted to like, you know, get a hotel room and go hang out in Santa Barbara or something. You know, and just kind of, you know, just get away, just me and her, just do a thing. And I wouldn't let her do it. I wouldn't take her. Because I knew he was lying. And my responsibility as a husband and the head of this household is to keep everybody up in here safe. So that's what I have been doing. I know people are believing the lies and they don't really believe them. Like I said, they don't really believe them, but they want to believe them. They pretend to believe them. And I know why they pretend to believe them and it's because you hate the same things he hates. Even while you pretend to yourself that you don't hate blacks or Mexicans or Asians or gays or women, you women in the tent on the tangerine team, you hate yourselves and you pretend like you don't. Or veterans. Or veterans. How about Ooh. that? Man. And not to segue too much, but I'm interested because you did serve this country. And I did. That was something else that came out, Bob. That was something. I mean, this man. What is it? Lion you know ass Don the Con? Lion ass Don the Con. Hang on a second. We're getting ready to um let me clear my throat. Okay. <laughs> now. Like you say, little buddy, I am a veteran. I did eight years. Thank you for your service. You are quite welcome. Quick tangentialize. Nobody ever told me thank you for my service until 25 years after I got out of the Army. Wow. They didn't say that back then. I'm a Vietnam era vet. That's crazy. People didn't love us when we came back, but that's another show. Yeah. I love to say that's another show. Hopefully that makes y'all listen some more. That's a shirt. We put that on a shirt. <laughs> Gospel according to Rob. Gospel according to Rob shirts. What you think? I think so. I think it's, it's going to happen. Holler at a player when you see him in the street. Yeah. Look out. <laughs> anyway, like I said, I was a veteran. I did eight years. I believe that's probably more time than the entirety going back generations of the family that's currently residing in the White House. So you can imagine my level of pissativity. Piss <laughs> is that another word we made up or is that a real word? It's gone in the gospel of the Gator Dictionary. Gator Dictionary, all right, that's a thing. Soon as we write it. Like I say, you can imagine my level of pissativity when I heard that the so-called commander 
in chief of this country thinks that if you join the army, you are a sucker. And if you died, you died a loser. Wow. Oh, I'm pissed off. Mm. Oh, Lord. If I could see him on the street, it would almost be worth taking the bullet. I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> you know, just to get that one lick in. But I'm from Inglewood, so I believe I could get two or three in before they <laughs> shot me. Inglewood. Like I should. <laughs> Suckers and losers. Wow, that is disrespectful. That's what your president thinks that we as veterans are. And if that is not enough to cause every person in this entire country who is even remotely beholden to anybody in the military. If you had a father, a brother, a son, a cousin, an uncle, a neighbor, is there anybody in the United States that is not beholden to the military in one way or another? If that is not enough to cause you to deny him your vote, I don't know what will. You would think it would be like that, right? Yeah. Now, of course, there is no way in the world to make sense of the brainwashed, befuddled, bamboozled bozos who put his dog ass in office in the first place. And in that number, I include stupid ass Republicans that voted Green Party or Peace and Freedom or didn't vote at all because they were butt hurt because Bernie Sanders didn't get to run. Don't y'all do that shit again. Please. Please don't do that shit again. But I know people are out there. And people I know. I'm gonna admit it right now. I know people that are down with Team Tangerine. <laughs> Some of them are in my family. Just recently left the military, but he supports this guy. I don't get it. I don't get it. Perhaps he believes Trump actually did sign that Veterans Choice Bill. Because, you know, that's another one of the 20,000 lies yeah. is that he signed a bill that enabled veterans to be covered no matter what doctor they go to. He swears that he did that, that that's his thing. I don't hate anybody. I'm too old to be hating people. Right. And I'm trying to keep my karma straight. <laughs> Okay. Say that again. <laughs> I am trying to keep my damn karma straight. What goes around comes around. See, in fact, what goes around comes around and spanks you in the ass. Yes, so I'm trying to be good with that. So I don't hate him. But I don't understand why you people that have proven yourselves to be so hateful about so many other things, don't hate somebody that's so deserving of your hate. That's the gospel according to Rob. And you know what? Let us come back in another little tiny segment and end on a fun note. Be right back. The only thing is, that bill was passed and signed in 2014. That was like two years prior, right? Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. At any rate. Okay, Rob, let's talk about what you was telling me about the other day that you saw on Facebook. Wasn't it something like, would you give up? You know them little quizzes they do, or which one would you give up, and they show you pictures. What was that about? 
Yeah, you know, um, you know how they do that. They have um, you must give up one of these. <laughs> you must give up one of these. And I was so upset. Uh -oh. I was so upset because this was the most diabolical one that I had ever seen. And I was like, you know what? Next time I see little buddy, we're going to have to talk about this. Oh, you're making me nervous. Okay, tell me what they are. And you know what? In fact, I am going to um, I'm going to go back and find that and I'm going to put it up on the Facebook page. And you guys come along and express express your thoughts on it. I'd be interested in seeing that. You must give up one of these. Fruit. Fruit. Dessert. What? Fried chicken. Oh, hell. Or tacos. Tacos? Oh, I'm upset. Tacos. I'm upset. I'm upset. That ain't right. That ain't that. Okay, wait, wait, okay. Fruits, dessert, fried chicken, or tacos? That's like my whole diet. <laughs> <laughs> you eat fruit? <laughs> Occasionally. You know what? You know what? Okay, you know what? All right, all right. I think, what, well, damn, Bobby, what do you think? What would you give up? Well, that's why it's so diabolical. I mean, come on, fruit has Because like, you, have, you have to eat fruit, right? Right, because it's got like vitamins and nutrients and things that your body just needs. And like, you know, fruit makes up almost every other thing we eat, you know, from juice to... And then you got to talk about tacos. I mean, come on. We're from California, y'all, in case you didn't know. Tacos is a food group for us. We some taco-eating fools up in here. <laughs> and let me tell you something, Marguerite can make them tacos. And you know that. So I'm gonna have to say, nah, I'm keeping my tacos. I'm keeping my tacos. Don't touch my tacos. I like all kind of tacos. I I'm gonna have to keep the tacos. So, so let's do that. Let's do process of elimination. What do you think? Tacos, yay or nay? My wife makes some hellified tacos. <laughs> I'm gonna take that as yay. Fried you know, chicken. Fried chicken? <laughs> I ain't giving up fried chicken. I bought my house because there's a Popeyes around the corner. <laughs> Shout out to Popeyes. And that was before the damn chicken sandwich. If anybody <laughs> is listening from Popeyes, we just wanna let you know we love, love that chicken for Popeyes. <laughs> and you know this. And you know this, and we need a sponsor. I'm saying, <laughs> we, we, we will eat chicken live on air. You will hear that crunch and that finger licking. Because let me tell you something, Popeye's is the goat of fast food fried chicken. Damn, that's another show right there. <laughs> Disagree with me. Uh, all right, who, who are you going who, who to say? All the other fried chicken places that were bombed ain't even open no more. Pioneer chicken. Ain't even open no more. Don't they still have one on Normandy and Century? There's a Pioneer, Pioneer Chicken left? Normandy and Century. I think there are two that I know about. We're going to have to take a trip. You know what? Normandy and Century. And I believe that there is one Florence and Garfield. I think. In like Southgate Bill around in there. I think we're going to have to do a chicken off. I think we're gonna have to do a fried chicken off. We're gonna have to just get buckets and sit down like them judges do when they do them competitions <laughs> and write a scorecard, cause that's a whole nother show completely. Cause KFC is still in the mix too, right? Yeah, nah. For the crunch though. See, you original, you you original recipe mofos, <laughs> I ain't feeling y'all worth a damn. <laughs> They, 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 they crunchy chicken is good. They crunchy chicken is, 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 you know they got Beyond Chicken now too, right? They got Beyond Chicken. But that's another story because we're going to go off on another tangent. So I'm keeping my fried chicken. And apparently you're keeping yours too. You got damn Skippy. 
So that just leaves fruit and dessert, which are the opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> but see, no, they aren't because if I eliminate fruit, then that means no apple pie, no peach cobbler, No lemon meringue. No mango sorbet. Hmm. No strawberry cheesecake. Yeah. So wait a minute. So you pretty much you just be eating like crust and sugar and chocolate. Well, I guess cake. But wait a minute. And cookies. It doesn't chocolate come from a fruit? No, chocolate comes from a cocoa bean. But isn't that growing and a is tree? A, and is a cocoa bean like a leg a legume? That's not a that's it, aren't cocoa pods still fruit? No. No, I think they're beans. Like pinto beans. I hope so. I I really do, because that would really suck. So then what would you give up? Because I, I don't I don't even know. Without fruit, you can't because you can't have so you're telling me that I can't have dessert with fruit in it if I give up fruit, right? Or can I? Well, that seems to be like kind of what, if you can't eat fruit, then you can't eat fruit even if it's in a pot. Damn. Right? Damn. I don't know. I don't, what, 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 what you doing? You know what I'm doing? What? I'm praising the Lord this shit is hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm in agreement that's what, with you. That's what I'm doing. I'm glad I ain't really got to answer this. Because I, I just don't see myself. I just, I, I don't know. Because you know what? I like fruit. I, 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 I get down with a smoothie. You know what I mean? Oh, man. You know what? When I was a little kid, they used to have those big freestone peaches that was like damn near as big as my head when I was nine years old. <laughs> and I could eat a whole one and they were juicy and peach juice be all dribbling down your jibs and everything and on your shirt. My grandma would be slapping me upside the head because <laughs> I messed up my doggone shirt. Man. So I could not give up peaches. I love apples. Yeah. Grapes. Grapes. Love grapes. Have you had cotton candy grapes? Fire. You know what? Somebody gave me some. They are good. They're good. They, they are good. Candy. But I just read them. Just give me some regular old Green seedless grapes. Yeah, some big ones when it cold. Oh cold. yeah, and you you get them in the get them in the doggone and they pop when you eat them. Yeah, just crisp. explode. I ain't giving up fruit. I, I know. Fruit. I can't do it. You know what? And plus, you need fruit. I think I have to give up dessert. It pains me to say, but dang, my mama can make a cake though. <laughs> Boy, my mama can make a cake. Oh, I know. Ooh. I know your mama can kill a cake. That means no more cake, no more cookies, no more pies. That just ain't, you know what, that can't be done. I don't know. Well, I'm interested to see what everybody else gonna say. <laughs> yeah, for real, talk to us people, let us know. Let us know what you would give up. Fruit, dessert. Fried chicken or tacos? Which would you give up? Hit us on the Facebook page. You can email a brother at datgator. That's D-A-T-G-A-T-R at gmail.com. G stands for Google, not gospel, but we can pretend. Um, let us know. Fruit, dessert, chicken. Fried chicken, because everybody would give up baked chicken. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nobody care about no baked chicken. Nobody care about no baked chicken. Oh, or tacos. Holler ass. In the meantime, we gonna raise up on out of here for another week, little buddy. Um, you're not gonna be with me next week, huh? Man, I'm I'm doing some. Some traveling. Little Buddy's doing some traveling. He's doing big things. There is a wedding in the family. I'm not going to be able to attend, but Little Buddy's going to be there. He's going to see a bunch of fam. It's going to be a beautiful thing. 
Um, I want to say congratulations to Renee and your husband. You may have told me his name at Joe. one time or another, but I don't remember what the hell it was. Oh, it's Joe. Joe? Yeah. Renee and Joe, congratulations. <laughs> we love you. Welcome to the family, Joe. All right. One more thing before we go. I know I said we were going to do this in less than 10. We're already over 11. And you were supposed to remind me of this, but you did not. That's all good. So we're getting ready to hit you with the junior high fauchet paddle, which is like <laughs> the, the big, long fraternity paddle with uh -oh. the holes in it. Uh-oh. That sucks up sections of your ass to the hole. That's not fine. Man. Oh, see, you didn't go to school. No. When they could just beat the hell out of you at school. We don't have to. That, that's that's definitely a show. Because I, I need to hear that. That's a show. <laughs> teacher hits you nowadays. I teach you going to jail. Hey, teachers used to beat the hell out of us back in the day. <laughs> wow. Anyway, there I go, tangentializing again. Anyway, um, three people. I wanted to holler at. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and make it four. And I just wanted to give happy birthday shout outs. I want to give a happy birthday shout out to my man, Kyle Corver. Not only do I want to give him a shout out for his birthday, I want to give him a congratulations on his engagement. And I want to wish him traveling mercies as he moves to the state of, I believe, in Colorado. I worked with Kyle's mom awesome. for many, many years, and we lost her a few years ago. She was, in fact, born on 9-11, which is crazy. You know, I love it because she came as like, wow, they did that on my birthday? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I felt her. She felt me. She, oh, man, she was too cool. Her mom, Mama Inga, is still um, one of my absolutely favorite people of all time. My boy Kyle, I love, so I just wanted to holler at you, Kyle. Mama Inga, while you listening, Mwah! you know I love you, baby. <laughs> I also wanted to um, wish a happy birthday to my man, Akil Flowers, one of the original elite gentlemen We'll talk about the elite gentlemen sometime. Fly Brothers, I used to be one. I still am one because we elite for life. All right. But anyway, I kill. Happy birthday, brother. Just wanted to hit you with that. Miss Margaret, it was your birthday last week. Woo! We celebrated. <laughs> we celebrated, but I wanted to hit you up on the podcast and let you know how much we love you. Yes, we love you. Hope you make some of them tacos sometime soon, baby. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. We love you. Last but not least, one of my absolute favorite men. One of you. Oh, this guy's a hell of a man. Hmm. Who am I talking about, little buddy? I'm talking about Ron Jones. Paul. Paul. Route 66 Paul. Route 66 Paul. Paul, at the age of, I don't even know how long was he? 66. He was, he was 66 for his 66th birthday. He went to Chicago and rode his bike all the way back. That's amazing. Plus, he's a Buffalo soldier. Yeah. Plus, he is just, hey, you know what? If there's anybody else that got as much life to tell you about as I do. It's him. It's Paul. We gotta bring Paul in here one we, time. We, we gotta bring. We need to bring Paul up in here one time. I, I'm with you on that. There, there are two men in my life who I look up to and admire, and that, of course, is Big Rob and Paul. Happy birthday, Paul! Happy birthday, Paul! We love you. Next week, we are actually not next week because little buddy ain't here. So, because so, so I'm gonna do a solo thing probably do two or three rants, talk about various and sundry things, be with us for that. The week after that, little buddy will be back. Yes, we sir. are actually going to get into, since we talked about Patty and Gladys, we're going to talk about our favorite female R&B vocalist this time. Ooh, I can't wait. And that's going to be one of the series 
of our favorite um, top five. Top five of a whole bunch of stuff. We're gonna do a top five of something every week. Oh yeah, I can't wait for this. I can't wait for this. Probably gonna be one of the few times you see me and little buddy clash. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Cause he got some weird ideas, especially about R&B vocalists. So we gonna start there. Don't come for the queen. That's all I gotta say. Don't come for the queen. You don't even know who the hell the queen is. I'm getting ready to teach your ass who the queen is. All right, let's save it for two the weeks from now. Let's save it now. At any rate, gospel according to Rob for little buddy. For Miss Margaret, I'm Rob. We'll see you next time.